Nurse's station. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. Good morning, everybody. It's the last day of July. I'm Kat. It is the last day of July, isn't it? The perfect yes, day for elevator repairs. <laughs> <laughs> As we are walking up the steps. This time we're not riding the elevator out to the 10th floor. No, it's out. And we're not a part of the staff. And we don't have somebody sick. So it's just... Going down the stairs is a lot easier. We're, we're only on the second floor. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, it's going to take forever, Ma. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, what do you think that's all about? I don't... I, I don't... I don't see... I don't see the purpose of that other than like, there's something that happened. It's got front and center, you know, when it's it had its own scene. Uh, the, the 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 elevator going out of service had its own had its own moment on the show. Hey, elegant. Um, it was they they just they up the sign. They were like, hey, no, no using this elevator. Elevator, uh uh uh, it is out of order. And this one only doctors can use. Shove off. Right. What what this is the big setup for whatever is coming next. This is this is this is how we get Cyrus and Renault back, right? Cyrus is going to be the elevator technician. Well, yeah, I th there's got to be a purpose. There's got to be a purpose. <laughs> it would be nice. I take Cyrus back. You know, I don't care what blows him back in town. I want him to come back. I want him to be uh, the elevator tech. Good <laughs> enough. But there, you know. Maybe someone gonna fall down the shaft. I mean, like Diana Mulder from um, whatever soap she was on. She was on. She was on Saint Elsewhere or something like that. That's and, a uh, night thing. Yeah, it was a night show, night soap, and she, mm -hmm. uh, she, she, she fell down the elevator. <laughs> she was like saying goodbye to people. Turned around, the elevator doors opened up. She turned around, walked in, and splat. Well, you know, and that's how that's how Billy Miller, the original Drew, um, sometimes Jason. That's how he left, but he didn't have to follow it. He just stepped in, the doors closed. He just went down the elevator. <laughs> hey, hey, Jacarius. Hello, Judy, Victorious. Josie is here. We got Sandy, Ethel from Pennsylvania. Hello, Pennsylvanian Ethel. Hi. Hi, you guys. Hi. Chandra's here. Chandra wanted us to talk for two hours because the elevator was out. So maybe she'll get it. I don't know. I don't well, know. you know... I don't run upstairs, that's I for can. sure. It might take me a little bit longer to get up there. I don't do no run. We're gonna, we're gonna get there. It's gonna be the start of our of our epic change. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna how we we put more movement into our lives. I had a doctor once that was like, yeah, all right. So you know, you're relatively good health. I want to let you know though, you're reaching thirty. That means the stuff that you do to your body is gonna actually start having an impact. So just understand that. <laughs> uh, and you know, I mean, have a great day. And you know, when you go back to your car, take the stairs. <laughs> well, that's that's good advice right there, actually. Hey, if you're in the you hospital, I mean, I'm always compelled to take the stairs in the hospital. Like, I don't have to go up to ten floors in real life, so I mean, there's that thing, you know. Like, yeah. If I had to, if I have to go any higher than the second floor, okay, I'm probably going to take the elevator. Let's let's just be real here. It was invented for our convenience. Second floor, yeah. though, I'll take the stairs. Me, me too. Me too. <laughs> the only place that I really don't want to take the stairs ever is parking garages. Oh, well. Because the many stairs. Movies. Well, the stairs are so smelly in parking garages. <laughs> <laughs> it's offensive to your senses. You're not worried. You're not yeah, worried about I, your safety. It's just offensive to your nose. Well, I mean, I don't do it in the day. You know who's not worried about her safety? 
Who's that? Jocelyn Jacks. She's a go running anywhere. Yeah, she got. Oh, she's just a little Carly. She's so, okay. Oh, you know, it's a big Carly week for Jocelyn, right? Uh, she, uh, so she runs around, right? She runs around. She, she's going on her nightly jog, right? And she just yeah. so happens to take this, this, this different path than usual, which is like the most remote, quiet, darkest place of the docks. Yeah, it's down there by the docks. Definitely down there by the docks. And hey, my goodness, now you shouldn't be down there at the docks at nighttime. I don't care if you're running, walking on a bicycle. You shouldn't be down there. By yourself, you should not be down at the docks at nighttime. No. I don't care. And I don't care if you're big, small, you know, male, female, child, adult. You don't belong You're going to run into a crime. And that's what she did. She ran into a crime. But if it didn't happen to be Sunny doing the crime, she would have been in a lot of trouble. Yeah, she would have been. She'd have been a witness to the crime and they'd have been after her. Can you imagine? Well, Selena would have reacted differently. <laughs> Selena there, not Sonny. She would have taken Jocelyn, put her in a safe location, got Sonny and said, I found your daughter. Mm-hmm. She was putting her nose in business that she should stay far away from. Mm-hmm. There's no way for me to differentiate my Miss Wu and my Ava impressions it sucks well they're just too similar in my mind similar. and and we only we only see really one um side just of selena patel that is miss miss whoa yeah we haven't seen um the person behind the you know the gangs the gangster lady no, 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 no. We don't know nothing about her family. We don't know no. anything about her hobbies. <laughs> we don't know what she likes to eat for dinner. You know, we no. don't know anything about no. her. No, we really don't know. It a is lot like Eartha Kitt. Thank you very much, Chandra. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going for is the Eartha Kitt. There's no femme fatale that I could think of more than Eartha Kitt. When it comes to, well, the, in the speech pattern, absolutely. It is somewhat similar. <laughs> Especially similar. when I was pissed off. Um, we did see some pissed off Ava. We this did. Week. We That's did. Not what we're talking about that right now. Not really. says elegant. I don't know if that's or what, but um, <laughs> but ele that's elegance contribution is, I guess. <laughs> oh, purr! Okay. It's purr. I'm crazy. Oh. oh my goodness gracious! Just. Purr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Jacarius, I'm oh. loving Miss Wu too. We need more of her. What's up, Mama? What's on your mind? Talk to me. Tell me about so, General. Well, let's Hospital. talk about the, you know. Let's talk about the stairs a little bit longer because you know that's <laughs> we're where we're still walking up them. What is it? Yeah, third floor. Oh God! I know. I know. Missed <laughs> to just go up the stairs. I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, Michael. Met Dex in the in the yes. stairwell. Yes, yes. And at, at first hey, I boss. thought, no, hey, that's hey, a reason. Hey, boss. That's a reason to sh you know that's a reason to have the elevator down. But that's but a dumb. Could have just taken the stairs. Exactly. Like, they didn't need to turn I off the entire the elevator, elevator for these two characters to be in the stairwell. I mean, the elevator wasn't down for Finn to throw Peter down. Him. Uh, I wasn't even on this week. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm hoping that someone falls down the stairs. But Michael did pretty well in the stairwell, though. He turned that, you know, he's following me around, can't shake him kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, 
pretty, pretty. What you do? Why are you doing that? Well, you need to stay away from Sonny's family, all right? I got to work on a Brando too. See, see, these characters are gaining in prominence. I got to develop a, I got to develop a, a an impression. I don't, I don't have anybody. To get, you know, like Robert's barely around, so it's very difficult for me to be all like, I'm Australian. Like we don't got, we don't, we don't got that right now. And then of course, like Peter. Well, you know, some of, some of these other characters, Matt, they don't have these uh, nuances in their speech patterns that you can exaggerate as much. They You're sound right. too ordinary. They normal. They just sound like regular guys. Normal. And they're regular right? guys. I just yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pay attention more. I'll try to be. I'll try to be comedic. Uh, but you know, I mean, so so long as I've always got like Victor Cassidyne around to go, you, you fool, you. <laughs> Nicholas, how could you? <laughs> oh, tell me you didn't, Nicholas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> about the elevator. Um, what are we talk about now? Carolyn wants to talk about Austin. Okay, let's talk about Austin. All right, well, Caroline, you're getting your your wish. You want to talk about Austin? We talk about Austin. We could talk about we could talk about you know you know that movie Tootsie, Mama. You know that movie Tootsie? I sure with, do. With yeah. Dustin Hoffman, you know he plays he plays this actor, right? This dude actor, who's who who isn't getting the work anymore because he's too much of a perfectionist. People don't want to work with him because he's difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. And so Dustin Hoffman goes, "Oh, okay, all right, fine. I'm gonna go on this audition, but I'm gonna go on this audition as a chick." Right. And this is 1982 when, you know, all you had to do is dress up like a woman and people were like, ah, ha, ha, comedy. Right. So right. <laughs> yeah. very different. Day. So it did. The, it's still heartwarming. It's charming. It's about a man who finds out about, you know, what, what life is like as a woman and understands that all men have femininity inside of them. And it's a big, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a good movie. And I'm not going to sit here and it say it has a poor message or anything like that, because I don't think that it does. No, it's a good movie. But at the very end of it, she, he, he, he's breaking down, he's doing his thing, and then he, he goes into this, this spiel about how his character has actually been a man the whole time, and it just comes straight out of left field and makes no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We're getting that with Austin right now, and I can't wait for my Tootsie moment. Where he just pulls off his wig, and he's actually um, Dylan Quartermain in disguise. Like, just something ridiculous. Something that we didn't even see coming, because they are quickly turning on a dime when it comes to what this guy is up to. Yeah, I think they're trying to rewrite Austin, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my what my long Tootsie tangent was about. He doesn't even seem like a Quartermain anymore. No, apparently he's been just, just, just been pretending or something. I don't even think that he's Austin Gatlin Holt. You don't think so? No. Oh, okay. I didn't go that far in my thought process, but I don't. Um, well, he's definitely not pulling his own strings. I think he's a poser, a poser in some way. Poser. But he's not. He's not Morgan. You know, he's not anybody anybody already knows. You know, I'm not into that. Like, there's some rumblings that oh, maybe Dex is really Morgan, and I'm like, come on, guys, let Morgan go. Let him go. Why? Why would he be Morgan? Why? I don't know. What is going on with Austin, though? And when he said, and when the bald guy, the bald guy said that she's getting impatient. She's getting impatient with you, Austin. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. He's got some sort of secret. Hopefully, we're going to get something. Um, Carolyn suggests, hey, you know, they changed the script on Roger. For sure. 
for sure. Yep. But, but then, you know, Roger Howard said at the convention, though, he he didn't even really know how to interpret Austin at first either. Uh, no. He, he went through a couple of iterations of playing this character before settling on the one that fell for Maxie. And then now, as, as it turns out, they're writing away from that, too. So even Roger Howard has had a little bit of trouble keeping up with where this character is going. I think so. And he's a fabulous He's a fabulous actor, but I think yeah. so too. You know, he's had a hard time keeping up with it. And you know, I I, I think the nuance that we really saw early on that was more obvious, um, that they totally walked away from that, yeah. was that he was high functioning Asperger's autistic. Some, something, himself. something, something. There was there were, but you know what yes. though, um, there is this magic that Roger Howarth has uh, that he hasn't really been able to bring to the Austin character yet. And there is this, Robert Scorpio has it too, you know, Trish and Rogers. It's the ability to always be 18. <laughs> in a sense, you know, always, always much younger. Mm-hmm. In your personality, in 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 just your depiction, there's just something youthful about him. You know what I mean? Yeah, a silly playfulness. Yeah, a silly playfulness. So we got that with Franco. You know, after he, he got rid of the thing, especially at the end, stepdaddy Franco, like wonderful, yeah, super fun, Franco. super fun. And yeah. there was a little bit of that in the beginning with with Austin when he had the when he had the when he had the the the, the whatever the hell that 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 care that haircut's called. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like the step cut thing, step ponytail thing. Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of that there, but now it's gone. Now it all fizzled away, and then he's like, "I'm just a doctor, and I like Maxie, and you know, you're not really. There's nothing there right now. No, there, there isn't. And and his his chemistry with Maxie is is about flat as a coke that's been out for 24 hours. <laughs> it's just not there. It's just not there. And I don't know. I I can't blame Kirsten Storms either. How tired must she be of constantly playing Maxie's new boyfriend? I don't know. I don't know. I'm putting words in her mouth at this point. I mean, maybe she's like Rebecca Herbst, who was like, "Oh, I'm coming this week. Cool, awesome. Give me some words. Great. I'm going home now." Uh, you know. Oh man, I I I do because I enjoyed it so much before. I want Spinelli and Maxie back together. I mean, why not? Why not? And, you know, hopefully the long scenes they had, um, maybe they're going in that direction because they did have some long scenes together at that table. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. In the at, least, at least, in the at least they're going to be scene partners again. Yes. At least, at the very I think least. everybody enjoys Maxi and Spinelli as scene partners. Yeah. Judy wants to know why does Maxi always hook up with the people who deliver her children? Uh, there's something about that person, that person that that brings forth her children's life. Who successfully delivers them to the world? It's because she never has a baby in a normal way. <laughs> she always <laughs> needs somebody to rush in. Um, you know, she's always at the bottom of a rave ravine. Or I, I don't know. I don't know who delivered. Um, I don't know who delivered her first kid, uh, Georgie. I don't I know think, who delivered Georgie. I think Georgie was actually born in the hospital. Did she have an affair with that doctor then? <laughs> is that what split up Maxie and Spinelli well Maxie and Spinelli were together but not really together and they had this baby but it wasn't uh, like but yes. it wasn't because and, they were like they, in love yeah and they didn't know Georgie was Georgie oh yeah that's right it was supposed to be Lulu's kid yeah 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 oh yeah and then she got pregnant she's like oh yeah it's yours Lulu the whole time I mean no it's really Spinelli's I'm so sorry drama why yeah, do we still I, live in Port Charles where we make poor choices let's move you know, and it and it was it was we had to really go out on our um, 
believability, excuse the nonsense kind of stuff because she lost a baby and got pregnant with another in a week. Okay, that just doesn't happen. Yeah, well, it's TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you and I are very good at just saying, it's TV. That's the way they wrote it. Yeah. You know, yeah. but but it was like, mm, yeah. Gotta go through a cycle and actually ovulate again. Come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, her body was just so ready, you know. It was one of I those know. like hysterical let's get pregnant again things real quick. I, I guess. Know, uh, I, don't know. I guess, I guess. And Listen, she, biology doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe she was so turned on by Spinelli. That she just she just spat out an egg. Exactly. <laughs> and her ovary was just like <laughs> <laughs> So ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Hey Janet. Welcome to the show. Hello all the way from Texas. We're over here in California. You know, what's it like in the future? Uh, <laughs> always enjoy our channel. Well, thank you so much. Uh Carolyn wants to know, is Lulu going to wake up soon? Probably not. I think we're a while away from that. But first we need to figure out if Comet's on cast on, on, on contract or not. You know, if Comet's on contract, there's just no room. There's just no room for Lulu. So <laughs> <laughs> Comet's the horse. Comet's the horse. Comet's yes. the horse, and he had his own scene with Michael this week. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That's very I interesting to me. What's interesting? I mean, I guess they brought it in to kind of like um, develop Cody's character. Yeah. The horse, you know, is yeah. here to de develop oh, Cody's. Man, he's character. such a wild man. He's still immature, but he's got this care for animals. He must be a good person at heart. Well, just what makes me surprised about it, the whole horse thing is, that's not cheap. The horse? Yeah. I'm, I have no I idea how much a horse costs in Hollywood. Think. I would not think. And just the whole time and setup required. I don't know. I mean, well, they have to bring that horse onto set, that's for sure. Like, exactly. they have to walk it into the sound stage. It has to be a horse handler. There's got to be a shovel nearby. Uh, yeah. you know, um, yeah. It's got to be trained. you got to be able to, like, touch its face without it freaking out and kicking somebody. I just watched this movie called Nope, yeah. which was all about animal abuse in, the, in Hollywood and the terrible things that could happen. So, oh, it is? Yeah, well, yes and no. And yes and no. It's, it's a Jordan Peele movie. It's about 15 things. Um, I have not. I ha I've seen a like a little 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 bit of information about it, but very but very little. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jordan Peele, you know, you know, he did Get Out and Us and those movies, and they're very layered. There's a lot of things that are talked about in it, uh, and part of what Nope is about is animal use in Hollywood and the dangers that could come come from it if you don't treat these, even though domesticated but still wild animals, with the respect sure. that they need. Yeah. Because so, if they feel if they feel threatened, yeah, uh, they don't have the concept of I can't ruin this shoot. So, no, not. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't Leslie Charleston have horses? Asks Chandra. Maybe GH cut a deal with her. Potentially, maybe that's how Leslie Charleston is still getting paid by the show. I can't be on. But can you use all of Monica's dates and <laughs> use it for the horse? <laughs> I don't see why not. I don't see why not. And you're right. She has several horses. Maybe she rides in on the horse every time. Just just cowgirl Monica. Monica. That's what we need. That, that, that I think uh, if we were if we were to have Monica Quartermain's final episode on General Hospital, that's what I want. I want Yuri to scoop her up, stick her on the back of a horse and they ride into the sunset together. 
No, this is what I want, and it would be perfect, Matt. Okay. The original Prince Charming from Cinderella, the the live the live action Cinderella back in the day. Who was it? Who was Prince Charming? Um, Stuart Damon. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I, if it would, of course, he's passed away now, but they can do it from behind, like they've done with Lila. And not that I want Leslie to go anywhere, okay? But Stuart riding up from behind with the suit on, you know, the uh -huh. Prince suit on, and and he just Whoa. grabs up her up and puts her on, on the back of the horse with him. <laughs> okay. There's, and they, there's a couple of ways we can do this. Number one. That beautiful, actually. If Disney owns the footage, which they might because it's a Cinderella story, but I don't know if it's a Disney Cinderella story or not. But if, it, if Disney owns the footage, they can just splice it in. And if they don't own the footage, they can just borrow that de-aging technology they use on the Star Wars stuff to make Princess Leia all young. <laughs> and they could just stick some, some look-alike with Stuart Damon's face on and CGI that nonsense into the ending that we need. Why not? I don't know for sure, but I think, you know, this is a long, long time ago. And I don't even recall seeing it myself. But Stuart Damon is Prince Charming. Mm -hmm. And I think... Oh, I don't remember the actor. I think her first name is Leslie, actually. But she was Cinderella. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't remember her last name. Yeah. But anyway, that would be that would be, that would be super cool. cool. I'm not even saying that she needs. I'm not even saying when Monica dies. I'm just saying like they scoop up Monica and she rides up the sunset, and then and then you know the character can just live forever. You know, we could just never talk about. We could always just say, oh, Yuri and Monica are doing this. Yuri and Monica are doing that. Uh, yeah, well, that's what they did with Graham. She's mm -hmm. still alive. Rachel Ames is still alive. She still lives in Port Charles as well. Yeah, but she's just never, ever, ever on she's screen. She's just never around. Just never around. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> Leslie Ann Warren played Cinderella, according to Ellie. Where you go? See, I couldn't remember the last name, but I do remember the Leslie. <laughs> uh, all right all right the chat has the chat has moved on from this chat to, from this talk ma the chat is now discussing how much they don't like cody i, I like the scruffiness of cody i like that he's different you know he's blue collar he's ordinary i like that part of him yeah but I'm not nearly as excited about him as General Hospital like us to be. I think that Cody is fine for what he's doing. I think he's an okay addition to what's happening at Port Charles. I think that the timing of Cody is wrong. You think so? And not because of Brit and the part, part she is in her plot and the story that she's telling her or with her or anything like that. It's just there is so many other people that the that the vocal fans at least want to see mm -hmm. and until we kind of like figure that out i just don't think that anybody can come in really unless they are unless they knock it out of the park like miss Wu. but you have to understand too though miss Wu is has been a slow quiet burning character for a long time before getting this push this promotion so to speak exactly she has been seen in the past yeah. it seems to me like I almost feel like Cody's being shoved down my throat. A little bit. There's a, there's a lot of Cody. There's a, there's a lot of Cody. There's a lot of Cody. Um, there's a lot of Cody. I think that if there was more to him, people would like it more. 
I think that I would like it more if there was more to him. Because right now all he is is, hey, yeah, I used to be friends with you back in the day. Dante, let's tell some stories about Spike in the Camp Punch. Yeah. <laughs> and I like horses and, and Brit. Those are like the things we know yeah. about him. Yeah. And he, Brit's date there, I thought it was, I thought some of it was kind of lame. For instance, for instance, mm -hmm. when... When Britt overreacted to him wanting to have children someday. Yeah. Nobody goes on a first date and is concerned about whether or not you want to be a parent someday. I mean, come on. That's way down the road. I mean, Britt might be because she's a little bit on fast forward. Yeah, but it's just it just seemed like you're not going to say, I'm out of here. Oh, well. You want her Someday. Looking that, for any excuse. She didn't want to be there at all. I don't know what to say about it. It's, it's, it's strange. I think that... Um, the the hope that that the that the hope of the reaction for the story is that we're going to see this tension and 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 how much they actually really like each other deep inside and they're just and it's just not working because of minor incom incompatibility and eventually they'll 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 come together and it's going to be a beautiful moment i think that's what they're hoping that we're going to feel yeah but and unfortunately it's not working out that way it's not, it's not working out. And the only thing, the only positive thing we've heard either one of them really say about each other is they both find each other physically attractive. Right. Like they, yeah. they, like, both of them have said each other's hot. Like if, if, if their conversations outside of one another were like, oh gosh, I don't know. How can I compare this to like, it's like, like Anna and Valentine before they started making out with each other. Like you mm -hmm. could see and sense that attraction and uh, yeah, distraction. I don't know what word to use. Uh, I, I don't know. It was a more of a less of a forced push pull. Yeah, um, Cody and, and Britt are a forced push pull. It doesn't yeah. seem natural. Right, right. Um, and, and that just doesn't that makes it not believable. Right, right. And so like, there's very little that I can get invested in. Like uh like Sasha and Brando. Yeah. I was able to get invested in very quickly with them because I thought their little little Titanic meet cute oops we got pregnant way of coming together really worked. I did too. You know, and, and even then I'm still sold on it really working. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think it's gonna work out for Brando, which makes me sad. Uh it's but their little bad. pairing and stuff, I thought you know, I thought it was great and, and allowed us to get all kinds of fun little Gladys moments and junk like that. But we're just not getting that from Britain and Britain Cody at the moment. And I'm not sure we ever will. Um same thing with Maxie and Austin. There's really not uh, much to grab onto there as well. Uh I know that the fans are even saying it in the chat right now too. They need to swap partners. Uh Britain Austin seem to have it and Maxie and uh um uh Dex had a had a moment or two that was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to see Maxie and Alexis get together and be all like, we don't need no men. We're strong, independent women. I mean, not together, together, like they're together. But I mean, just like yeah. friends. Friends. <laughs> Who swear off men. I think if you I think if you see any kind of pairing like that, it would make sense for it to be Terry and Christina. Terry and Christina? Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? Why not? They, they kind of are, have already established Terry, though, as a street lady. But hey. Yeah. Who knows? 
Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I, any excuse to get Christina on the show more, I think, is great. Any excuse to get Molly on the show too. Number one, Haley Poulos, she's a beautiful woman. She's a, she's a just isn't she gorgeous? Is she not oh gorgeous, Haley Poulos? And, and yeah, and as she matures and gets older, and is less looks less like a girl and more like a woman, she just gets more beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then what I really noticed about her in her episode that she was on this week, which was nice to see, you know, she's there with my little green drink and we get little little updates as to Molly and her career and struggles that she goes through. I wanted to be the prosecutor. Don't you think it was better that you weren't the prosecutor? Yeah, but it's BS that I'm not the prosecutor. It's all politics. It's not because of, not because of anything other than politics and, and how things look. And then TJ's like, I, I get what you're saying. But it's better that you're not trying to throw Trina in jail. And I need you to understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good stuff. But but what I really noticed about her, though, was the eye makeup. She had to have done that herself because there's no way because makeup doesn't do that for anybody else. Um, I thought it was I stunning. Know. I thought her eyes were stunning. I don't know if anybody else clocked that, but I thought Molly's eyes were, were stunning. I didn't really notice the makeup. I just noticed the whole package more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah She's yeah. beautiful. I there was something about her hand in the cup. To, uh, I don't know, somebody had a doctor's question. Whatever. Regardless. Um, but I also thought it was interesting that, that Molly and TJ talked about arguing about her career path for being the DA. And I'm like, I would love to see that show. Yeah. How, how come we didn't get to see them them kind of disagreeing about her being a DA? Because uh, Portia and um, Stella were able to talk about it a little bit when it comes to problems within the justice system and all that kind of stuff. And yes. you, if you're a black yes. doctor and you are domestic partnered with a white lawyer getting into city level uh, uh, prosecution, I would imagine, yeah, there's going to be a couple of conversations being had. I would think so. And I would like to have seen it. But also, if it's not going to be done right, if it's not going to be written well, if it's not going to be written accurately, I also would like to not see it <laughs> if it's not going to be done right, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I analyze this dumb little show. <laughs> it's a dumb little show. It is a dumb little show, but that's, but yeah, you are an analyzer though, Matt. That's I am. What I am. I am. And then I could talk about, I can analyze too. I can analyze the, uh, the, the, the story beats of Trina on trial and how, when it came to it, the reason why all of the other quote unquote expert adults in the room were not able to figure anything out was because this is not the story of Trina's exoneration from this crime. This is yet another chapter in Trina and Spencer. Mm -hmm. It's been a long chapter of Trina and Spencer, but this entire thing was set up simply so Spencer could take the stand on Trina's behalf and tell the truth. That is the only reason why Trina made it to trial was for that Spencer moment. Yes. Because as soon as she's on trial, suddenly these adults can figure things out. Adults, quote unquote. Yeah. These older, more seasoned people. Suddenly Curtis can follow a lead. Suddenly they're thinking about this phone. Suddenly this guy is getting drugged and they can't find him. Right. They could have right. done all this six months ago, but six months ago, Trina wasn't actively in trial. Right. For that moment of Spencer on the stand, tear filled. My mama died. I was a baby. I escaped from prison. I'm her alibi. Oh, no. It didn't work. No, it didn't work. Yeah. Because the other lawyer was able to, you know, dismiss that with technology pretty quickly, actually. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But it does give reasonable doubt. Yes. And that's all that's supposed to be required for this is reasonable doubt. They did make a big deal about reasonable doubt before this thing came along. And that is true. Mm -hmm. It is all about 
creating an element of reasonable doubt. Is there a, is there enough of me that thinks that you might not have done this? Mm-hmm. Is pretty much what they're going for. Yeah, you know, and we've got a jury there that doesn't exist as well. You know that we. <laughs> well, they're see. just behind the cameras, ma. Yeah, well, we don't. You know, we don't. We don't get to see what the makeup is. <laughs> it's not like Amber Heard, who like gets a question and then answers directly to the audience every single time. Wow, that yeah, she was an actress. That for that. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was there. Mm-hmm. I didn't hit you, Johnny. I punched you. There's a difference. I might have said that. <laughs> but there is a difference, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, they are a cute couple, but they are a long way from being a super couple. Uh, I think they might be talking about Molly and TJ. Uh, Ava was everything this week. Mob Ava is going to rain hell and will be Everything we've been waiting on, says Leanne. I think so, too. And I think Daddy Ryan will be getting out, will be escaping somehow. And he will pop in at the most weirdest moment. Yeah. Because there's a lot more to, there's a lot more to reveal about our little Esme. Uh, Yeah, and Ava's like, there's more to you. You smell rotten. You smell what? <laughs> you smell like a wet marsupial in my living room. You need to leave. And what's this note? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to find out anyway. Oh, my gosh. And, okay, let's step back from Esme and Ava. How yeah. about Ava and Nicholas when he confesses? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just so weak. Yes, you are. You're a weakling. <laughs> I thought I married a man. And that hasn't oh. even... How sad that you were able to be seduced by a high school graduate. Yes. Oh my gosh, it was so good. She took advantage of me. She well, I mean, she did. He's not wrong about that. She took advantage of him. He was hurt. Listen, he's a castle. I'm going to make poor choices, and she allowed him to make a poor choice. And when she and when she pointed out that she thought, where was she? She was on the parapet. <laughs> I could have shoved her off the whole time, but I didn't. Nicholas absolutely got what he deserved. What he deserved, uh, Victorious Josie. Don't get me wrong; I do not really see Nicholas as any sort of major victim, other than he was manipulated in his weak state. He still made that choice, and he would have made that choice with anybody. But he made that choice with, with Esme because she made sure he did. Yeah. And trying and trying to insinuate that you know his he trying to insinuate that his manly needs weren't being met. Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. 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 Do your wifely duties. Do your wifely duties. It's a song from the Bay Area, Sarah and Vinny. You guys get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So 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 Nicholas is, is he's he's lost my lost my son. I've lost my wife. <laughs> what yes. do you do now, mother? You know, when Laura yeah. comes back and has to pick up all the pieces. Oh, Nicholas, you just can't hold anything together when I'm gone, can you? Baby, you're killing me with that paper clip. Quit that spinning. Damn. <laughs> just having a good time with my mother, keeping my fingers occupied. 
honoring me. I need a fidget spinner or something. (laughs) That's how I keep my mind occupied and flowing. That's how I turn the faucet of words on for the podcast is by constantly doing things in my hands. You just normally can't see it. Pick up the paper clip and do it off them too where we can't see it though. Hey. Nobody else was complaining. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Andrea. I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry, I'm T3. I'm sorry, Chandra. I'm sorry, Sandy Moon. I'm sorry, Andrea. I'm sorry, Leanne. I'm sorry, Jacarius. Sorry, Daisy. I'm sorry, Cheryl. How sorry. many people are in the chat? Oh, I don't know. How many? Can, can you see like a number? Uh, no, that doesn't tell me how many numbers. Uh, let's see. Uh, our, our top concurrent views are 31 so far. Our total views so far is 69. They're not stellar, but I'm happy to see you people here. Uh, DC Soap <laughs> Sanctuary recently had Fido Xavier on a show. Hello. Welcome back to the show. DC show Soap Sanctuary. Fido just doing the podcast tour. Yep. That's awesome. Awesome. So, you know, check that out. I, I haven't had a chance to look at all of it yet, but check that out. He was recently on DC Soap Sanctuary's uh, YouTube show. Um, but you know who was not on any of our shows except for General Hospital? It was Valentine and Anna. Yeah. We got, their, we got our one episode because they're busy people with busy lives and busy schedules, filming Disney Plus shows, being on vacation, dancing with Anthony Montgomery. I don't know exactly what you're up to, Fanola. I saw that. I saw that too. That clip from GH yesteryear. I, no, I no, actually we're talking about another clip. I oh. saw her with a uh, Marcus Coloma dancing. Oh like really? Behind. Were they dancing? Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Sorry, yeah. There's this old. Um. Well, I don't want to call it old because you know it, old can mean 1964 in soap world. But there's this uh um, relatively recently aged clip of. Uh, Anna and um, uh, Dr. What's his name? Then Anthony Montgomery played. Um, Andre? Andre, yeah. Yeah. And they dancing. They dancing. They're doing like some sort of like tap, tippity tap, tap, tap dance in some sort of dance like studio thing. Kind of thing. I'm sorry? Like a, like a soft shoe kind of thing? I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the story was. I'm hoping that people can help me out in the chat. Uh, yes, 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 Cheryl. Tickle that like button. I don't know who says that. Is that something that DC Sanctuary says? Because um, tickle our like button too. Thank you. <laughs> As they say in YouTube nowadays, smash that like button. Smash it. Smash that thumbs up on your way out. Smash it. Smash it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chandra, maybe you can. Maybe you can help me. They they had a dancing scene. And Ma, you got to check it out after the show if 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 you're not familiar with it. But it's just them like rehearsing something. Maybe it's coming up for the nurses' ball. I don't know what it is, but it's a fun fun little scene of Finola Hughes reminding everybody of how she can move that body of hers, and then yeah. Anthony Montgomery being like, "Oh yeah, I can do it too. Look at my rhythm." And they yeah, didn't no, look like tubes of toothpaste. You know, magic Milo. It's old. It's old. Video? It's older. I mean, it's it's well. I mean, with Andre on the show at some point, so it's within that time frame. Okay, so it's not like something that's leaked and Andre's going to be back on screen soon. Oh, no, 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 no. Nothing like that. That Nothing would be like- neat, though, wouldn't it? Like, like, yeah. like, Valentine invites Anna dancing and then just brings in just older dancing characters, people who can bust a groove. I don't know. You who, know what- I don't know who has twinkle toes on General Hospital. I don't know either. Yeah. Um, I know Anna and Valentine. I I know I know it makes a lot of us sad. Uh, I think they have wonderful chemistry. I love it when he called her darling. Um, I think their kisses are intimate and believable, and don't look like dogs licking water or, or people just pressing lips. Um, so 
but I don't think they're going to make it. I don't think they're going to make it either. And I think that that's part of the fun of the story too, is people, you know, uh, Fanna has been something that people have wanted to see, you know, Valentine and Anna, Vanna, like, Fanna is Finn and right? Anna, Vanna is Valentine and Anna. Um, people, yeah. they want to see it. We want to see it. We want to, you know, and we have not, we, we, we saw more of a Finn Anna relationship because they lived together in the house and they yeah. had, you know, they parented Violet together. So you really saw them in a more of a family yeah. kind of, um, you know, and they never, they didn't fall flat, but they weren't as hot as. No, I Some mean, people were into it. Definitely. I, I had moments yeah. of, of, of enjoying it. But, uh, you know, so that was the beginning of Finn not really being a doctor anymore, though. He became an right. adventurer uh, during those things. Uh, but, so, but I don't think we're going to even see that even their relationship even escalate to that level. No, I think it's going to it's going to break apart. And it has to do with dishonesty and distrust. I don't think that they're ever really going to be able to get to a point, especially since Valentine doubled down on the lie and lied about lying and lying and lying. So um, if it wasn't for Uncle Victor, this probably wouldn't even there wouldn't even be this rift, this ripple. They're, they're really, yeah, possibly, I think potentially. You know, Uncle Victor, Daddy, Daddy Victor, whoever, Daddy Victor. He, Daddy Victor. Um, I think you know. <laughs> bless you. He has he has so much to do with it. So much to do with oh, it. You know, sure. with the whole Charlotte thing and stuff, and keeping her pretty much captive. But without her, it's going to be like this between us, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? This is just. There's always going to be. Anytime something comes up, there's always going to be me going. Yeah, but is that what really happened? Even if you mean no harm to me, even if you if you're trying to protect me from from bad things, you're not going to let me in on the bad shit you're up to. Exactly. You know. Yeah. 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 And so that you know, there there's going to be that element yeah, of Lord. trust. Can I trust? Can I trust you? Can I trust you? Kind of thing going on. There's always going to be that, and that's what's going to bust them up. Yeah. That's going to boost them up. Yep, yep, and yep, I, yep. I think of all the pairings right now, um, of all the pairings right now, I probably would be the most satisfied with them um, being together. You know, I would, I would like that. I would like it. But, you know, there's another couple, too, that I would like to see come together and, like, really see some kind of chemistry between them. I don't – we do see chemistry, but some kind of physicality. But I don't necessarily think they're going to necessarily show it very much. And that it's Marshall and Epiphany. I just love oh, Marshall. they are nice together, aren't they? I love Marshall and Epiphany. He's so smooth and supportive. And he's just like, why don't you get up there, darling? Just sing a little song for us. Take a mind yeah. off studying. <laughs> I love, I love the two of them. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's good. Stuff. I, I think Marshall's a great character. I know people didn't like him too much to begin with, but I, I've always enjoyed Marshall. Maybe it's just because I like Robert Gossett. Maybe I just enjoy his presentation. Well, you know, that in the beginning, it's, it was, uh, you know, I think everybody kind of liked him, but in the beginning, it was just too much of a slow burn. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, but I, I mean, I'll go back to a couple of weeks ago with him sincere, just sincerely. Um, Marshall sitting on the bench of Pier 54, uh, waiting for what's his bucket to come back and mm -hmm. just having the authentic father son relationship that they have have, have meant to be putting into the show uh, really, really show. And how um, how well Don L. Turner and Robert Gossett kind of flow with each other. Well, I think yeah, that, I think. I think they have really great 
father-son chemistry. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. So Robert too. and Sonia well, work well together. Pretty soon. Pretty soon though. Pretty soon. Um, well, I hope they don't take forever. You know, Trina is going to, we're going to, everybody's going to find out that Trina is indeed in Ashford. Um, that, and I don't know how much slow, how much of a slow burn they're going to do with that. I don't think they're going to reveal it too, too quickly. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. I think they're going to reveal it too, too quickly. Probably not. Probably not. They'll take their time. But I think maybe we'll see this sooner. Maybe we'll see this even sooner. Is um, you know, Aunt Stella's going to remember what those damn papers were. I mean, uh, yeah. So things don't happen until they need to happen, and then it's just it's just how they're telling the stories right now, folks. Yeah. You, gotta, you just accept it for what it is and move on with your lives, right? Um, so yeah, the, the this divorce paperwork isn't going to come up until the Trina parentage thing comes up. And once Curtis finds out that he's actually Trina's um, dad and finds out this, you know, the the that Portia lied the whole time and that drama creeps up, then he's also going to find out, oh, I'm still married to Jordan and drama, 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 drama for the Ashfords. And then, but he's not, but, but he and Jordan aren't going to get back together either because Jordan knows too. She doesn't know exactly what she knows, but she has a good idea. Yeah. 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 You know? I mean, who else so could it be? Who else could it know, be? Poor, poor, poor Curtis. The same thing happens to him all the time. You know, girls dig him, but they always lie to him. Yeah. 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 yeah they yeah. always lie to him. Even Aunt Stella lies to him. Everybody's lying. Oh, Nobody ever tells poor first. Curtis the truth. Nobody does. Parents don't tell him the truth. Is is a good thing he didn't have siblings. They'd be lying to him too. Mar well, he did have a sibling, but and he lied to him. And he lied to him and died. <laughs> and uh, Marshall in the beginning says Dolores. Uh, Marshall in the beginning was on the phone with somebody who told them that it was not protocol. Uh, we never found out who the person was he was talking to on the phone. Um, potentially a psychologist who said, hey, this is not protocol for you to go beating the tar out of people and not get thrown back in the loony bin. Don't yeah. beat up gangsters. That's not protocol. Maybe that's, that's it. Could Maybe Marshall had a different story when he first started in Portugal. Some sort. Or, yeah. or this is so often true in General Hospital. They just want you to forget about that scene because they went in a different direction now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it's it's fluid. It's 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 interesting. Um, what thing? It's okay. It's tough. And I wish I could have Fido Xavier on here to talk about the directing process uh, that's attached to the uh, uh, writing process of General Hospital because you, you throw all this stuff out there and you do the thing. And it's not like they have everything plotted out beat by beat for the next two years. You know, they've got, I, I would imagine they have about six weeks really planned. Uh, you know, however far in the scripts they are is pretty much how far ahead they have planned this. They might have some ideas. Oh, it wouldn't be great if Spencer told the truth on the stand. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that's the point that they work toward. And then six months goes by and they don't realize that it's been six months because they're working on this every day. And the story is flowing in their minds and on television every day. It's just really, really, really slow. Well, so, I wish they yeah, yeah. to to hasten story a Sometimes. little bit. So, so when it comes down to it, you know, you 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 give Marshall this phone call, and it's oh, maybe he's connected to the mob world. You know, let's heat up the mob stuff, and then it's more interesting to tell the story of what happened in Marshall's personal life. 
mm-hmm. more interesting to tell the story about mental illness in a black family in the 80s mm-hmm. than it is to be like, eh, we got another mobster. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what goes on in that writing room, but I would imagine there's a lot of tweaking and flowing and changing depending on what you people say on Twitter. Depending on yep. how the actors actually perform the material and who really is bringing the chemistry and bringing the attention. It's not like we have Frank Valentini watching this show every day going, I like this, I don't like this, I like this, I don't like this. It is a team of experts in the soap world. Yes. So. I agree. I agree with you, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. That's all. But long tangent. <laughs> long tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Gladys said she had a biological match in Port Charles a long time ago and yes she did and that's something you mentioned on the podcast many times over like the last year and a half not not Gladys Gladys, Stella 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 yeah yeah and it's Trina well it's been Trina the entire time it's Trina your daddy's not your daddy. And which 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 Taggart are we going to get? Because we got two actors pretty much officially playing Taggart at this point, right? Yeah, we had both of them this week. But yeah. I was happy to see, though, that Rial. Yeah. Um, I was happy to see that his 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 scene side by side sitting in court with Rory was Rial Andrews. Yeah. 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 He's, he's got a good face for the background. You know, he really pops out. Well, you know what? I, I just, I just like his, I like his portrayal of Tar- Taggart better. You know, we don't, we don't remember that other guy calling Jason Quarterbrain or being a cop, right? Or you know, that stuff. <laughs> that stuff is hilarious. I love, I, I love, I love Real Andrews, and yeah. you know, I know that they have to switch it out because of. Whatever, whatever. I have no idea. Whatever reason, I know they're do- they're not going to like. Well, yeah, let's just have this dude play Taggart for the day. No, it's, it's whoever's either. available. <laughs> it, you know, at this point though, do they do they reach out to both guys? Do they reach out to, to Ashanti and to to Real? It's like which <laughs> all right, we're gonna we're gonna all right. We need Taggart. So send a notice to both of the actors. The first one to respond is the one we're gonna book for the day. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, I hope they always try with Real first. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm with it though. I, 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 we've gotten to the point though where they don't even have to go. The role of Marcus Taggart will be temporarily played by Real Antner, Shanti Jones, uh, because right. he could just show up and everybody already knows he's Taggart. And I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. And it's interesting because it's like it's not the same thing with fake, fake Michael. It's yeah. Uh, well, it's so weird. Like, clearly, the the couple of days that uh, Chad was not available, they filmed multiple multiple days across several weeks worth of material for yeah. Michael, which I I find interesting. Um, you know, and you know what's crazy too is I mean, I, it's got to be. I mean, it's so there's so much interaction right now with the two actors that you can't have. I guess you could, but it would just be like, oh, come on now. You can't have both actors in the same damn scene. Court with this Michael, court with that Michael. I don't think but, that's how they film it, but that would be interesting. You know what I'm it? saying though. Yeah. But if they're but if they're filming out of sequence, some yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they like, do. At what point are we going to have like Michael in the opening scene or, or Chad Duel in the opening scene, but the other guy in the middle scene, and then Chad Duel closing out the episode? Exactly. Yeah. I think you know. I think they try to avoid that altogether. And not have this, you know, multiple actors in the same episode. Yeah. But since it is kind of conjointed, 
Uh-huh. That could easily happen, actually. It could. It could. It could. I, I, yes, absolutely. Um, maybe one day it will happen. I don't know. That would be really interesting. That would be. It would be for me. It would be interesting, but also way too distracting. It would be very distracting, um, and and not one of those distracting cool moments like switching up Babe in the middle of the hug with Crystal. Now that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that was genius. Who Wouldn't it be crazy if I was a different person if I just did this and then there was a new guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys, that guy with the beard was never Matt, ever. No, no, I <laughs> really, my sister, Matilda. <laughs> um, I have noticed, though, um, I don't know if this is on purpose or if this just happened to how, how it work out, works out, but it's like all of like, the good like father daughter moments Ashanti Jones is getting, and then all the like the tough dad cop stuff, uh, Rayel Andrews is getting, which I think mm-hmm. is is interesting how that's kind of laying down. I think, but you know, but I'd rather have it that way than flip flopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those intimate moments, rather it be with Rory talking about you know Rory mm-hmm. or or anything with intimate moments about their family. Yeah, I want it to be real. Yeah. I do. Yeah, you just like Realizer. And you know, I I I uh, I like him too. Can I say? I'm always always trying to kiss his butt trying to get him on the show. <sighs> uh Rory and Taggart were cute sitting there together in court to say, I loved it. Uh T-Shree wants to well, T-Shree thinks that um uh Spencer deserves a lighter sentence because he didn't send that teddy bear to say Ava's daughter nor did he send the letter stabbed into the door. I don't know what's going to happen with Spencer because the crime isn't really being punished for stalking anymore because he has been punished for that crime already. The crime is leaving jail. Right. It's a whole new thing. Yeah, he can't can't do the other stuff. That'd be double jeopardy. Right. right, that's already been done. That's uh, Spencer yeah. has gone to jail for the car fire, for yeah. the teddy bear, for the stalking. This, that's why Spencer went to Spring Ridge is because he took the fall for everything, which is why Esme did not get in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, it doesn't matter what the truth really is. It matters what the court says. And the court says Esme didn't do it. Right. So. Well, we're going to find out. They are going to finally find out that Esme did do it. Esme's oh. world is crumbling. Well, now that Nicholas has realized that he has been played for the fool. Oh, Nicholas, goodness gracious. Now I've got to clean up your messes again. You know, and Esme, she got... So she got Jerome's after her? She got Cassidy's she got after Jerome. her? Yes. A combination of Ava and Uncle Victor gunning for you? And this is going to be the beginning of Ava and Uncle Victor. Oh, possibly. Oh, you know. Possibly. Oh, you know. And you know Victor, Victor wanted himself a little Ava. Yeah, he did. And I can't wait to see it. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I actually want to see that. I, I would like to see Uncle Victor and Ava together. Yeah. Because, you know, this might push Ava to, you know, Ava had softened over the years when she was, you know, she blew into town. Her and her daughter Kiki, they were little con artists. That's what they did. You know, Ava's has softened. Oh, over immensely. the years, immensely. Burning her face melted that shell around her heart. <laughs> oh my gosh! But it's still Ava, raw. I think Avery softened her too. 
Well, that dream, that that one hour dream episode of Ava, which I constantly go back to talk about and praise, uh, where she sees adult Avery, who's a bartender at the at the Metro Court and hates 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 uh, 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 Ava. Um, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. For sure, uh, Griffin had a bit had a big thing in that too because you know he was like such a good person. Yeah, and I would love for Griffin to come back, and it's obvious. And they've alluded to this before, too. Griffin is Anna's kid. Yeah, so that's something Olivia Jerome kept on hinting toward. and yes. something that they never really followed through on. Instead, they gave her Peter. Yes, they gave her Peter. But, but, but all this means, though, is that the memory that was swapped between Anna and Alex was the birth of their individual children. That's all. Like, Alex, Alex it, stole the memory of giving birth to Griffin and gave her the memory of, of giving birth to Peter. That way, if there's a doctor that ever analyzes Anna's body, they could say, oh, yeah, according to the evidence we see here, you've had three kids. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. I don't know if that's possible, but in the soap world, why not? Four. Four kids. You've had four kids. Because there's Leora, too. Isn't that Alex's? Leora is the baby she had with David Hayward. That Alex's baby. Or Anna's baby. I don't know. Anna. I don't. Anna. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I was three. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Freddie right. Edwards. Welcome to the show. Thank you for your contribution. Freddie says Spencer really wants to be with Trina so he can get inside um, some things I'm not going to repeat because this is a family show as clever <laughs> as what you said in the chat was, Freddie. Clever. Everybody go back to read that. But he thinks it's too late because Rory has already found himself an African queen. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I think Rory is into um, Trina a little more than Trina is into Rory currently. Uh, Trina shed a tear over the fact that that Spencer was up on the witness stand saying, I got a jail for a year for a day and spent it with Trina. And she was crying over that. Uh, yeah. the way that she said, you know, when, when Portia was like, why didn't you tell us that Spencer was your alibi? She was like, I was really hoping I wouldn't have to, um, right. like just evidence but, there where her heart really is. I, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. Um, just the, because of the kind of person I am, um, <clears throat> Trina shouldn't have kept that secret for him. He ain't worthy of that. No, no, no. I mean, we all feel that. Um, really, what it's coming down to is the the trial. Like I said earlier, uh, to, in in today's episode of the Tenth Floor Podcast, the trial was all about the relationship between uh, Trina and Spencer. Not about the crime. Not about giving Esme her comeuppance. Not about making right what once went wrong. This was all one hundred percent about continuing the tale of the romance between Trina and Spencer. Um, which is unfortunate because that means this trial could have happened three months ago and had the same impact. Well, on the you know, that's, um, it's, I mean, I know, you know, we accept it as it is here on the 10th floor. We always have, yeah. but all the fans are saying, come on, jump on the, start the engine a little bit. Start the engine the a little bit. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. You know, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. It's a strategy. It's clearly, purposeful they're not accidentally doing this so I, I i don't know i don't know they they see value in it in some way and maybe it's a value that we can't recognize at current and what did ava what did ava say to esme she said that 
she they weren't even going to find her. They were gonna, she, she said, uh, actually, I wrote it down because it's a good quote. Um, oh, it's so good. I wrote down a couple of quotes this week <laughs> because they, 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 did, they did well. They did well. Um, poor you, seduced by a high school graduate. You're a spineless weakling. They're all Ava quotes. And then uh, <laughs> oh, you're a spineless weakling and I'm going to burn you to the ground. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. And I tweeted out the line. I tweeted it. I tweeted it. I will make sure nobody finds you. At least while you're still breathing. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? And so, and what's so awesome about it is, man, that is, that's all true. That, oh my gosh. And Esme knows that because as we saw in the episode, she has done a little Ava one-on-one of her oh, she own. She knows everything about Ava. What she Esme knows. needs to do is find herself in Olivia. Go find herself in Olivia Jerome. Ooh-wee. Wow. <laughs> and now without Julian there to get in the way, it's just going to be a sister war. Well, yeah, she brought up Julian. She brought up Morgan. Oh, yeah. She brought up having sex with somebody's daddy, having sex with somebody's son, having just having sex everywhere. Oh, she interesting brought that you would up. say that, given your relationship with... Uh-huh. <laughs> oh god she didn't uh, say was, you can see avery on top of a crypt which is true uh you know there's still some confusion maybe you can help out ma because there's still some confusion on twitter there's still some confusion even in our own chat and there's still some confusion within my own brain when it comes to that 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 uh post-nuptial agreement that was written by ava and nicholas where if one of them cheats the other one gets like 80% of the Cassidyne fortune. Yeah. Is that still in play? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so either. I think so. I feel like I it would come so. up again already if that was still in yeah, play. I, I feel like that would have been part of the tease of their separation is if that was still the thing. Mm-hmm. And then Nicholas didn't want, to get the, didn't want to get the divorce, not because he was afraid of losing money. He didn't want to get the divorce because he, was, he knew that if he got the divorce and the news came out, he wouldn't get married again. So he wanted to stay married to try to save it. Yeah, well, there ain't no saving this, Nicholas. My mm. gosh. Yeah, lying, no way, no cheetah. way, no way, no way. Yeah, stinking cheetah. Yeah, stinking cheetah. Yeah, stinking cheetah. <laughs> I don't think, I think that, you know, we're not going to see no Nicholas and Ava together no more. We don't know who the next woman for Nicholas is going to be. It will be somebody. Elizabeth. Oh, why not? All right, folks, here's the thing. Here's the truth about Elizabeth Elizabeth Weber. All right, here's here's the truth. Here's the truth. And you guys aren't going to like this. You This actually might get me in a lot of trouble, Ma. And I, I'm sorry for about to get it, getting me in trouble. I'm sure you're going to be safe. But I'm really sorry. I hope you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. Elizabeth means more to the audience than she does to the show. If Elizabeth meant more to the show, she'd be on more. If her character meant more to the show, she'd be used more. Uh, yeah. But you guys love a character that hasn't been this character for over 10 years. Oh, Elizabeth back in the boxcar, Elizabeth with Jason, Elizabeth, 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 Elizabeth. But nobody has anything cool to say about Elizabeth in 2015 and beyond. Uh, no, but I think there's hope for Elizabeth. I always think there's hope for Elizabeth. There's but is, is Rebecca Herbst even interested? I'm going to say no, too. 
there's big hope for Elizabeth because her shady ass parents are going to finally come back. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, and I think I think um, maybe not necessarily the entire second half of 2022, but um, I think around you know late fall we're going to see a lot of Elizabeth. You think 2023 is going to be the the year of the Weber? I do. I sure hope so. Yeah. 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 I yeah. Sure I, so. I mean, I'm, I'm for it. I'm just saying that there's a lot of people out there that just are, are just angry over the fact that Elizabeth isn't featured more and she doesn't get more stories and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm, I'm just like, it's been, it's been so long. It's been so long since the show has given any sort of real focused attention to the character of Elizabeth. That it's just time to kind of accept the fact that they just not that interested in telling Elizabeth's stories. Her last, like, big thing, I think, like, really big, was getting Jake back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... And, it, and it, you know, yeah. She's not useless. She's not a waste of space. She's fun. She's fine. She's great. She's the mother of important characters. She's the girlfriend and wife of other important characters. But when it comes to, like, growing into a Carly of the show, mm -hmm. I just don't think that the show is interested in doing that no i don't think so either yeah but i i certainly don't think that she i certainly don't think that um this show doesn't see value in her i no. think they absolutely yeah. do she she is a workhorse she's going to be on the show until she says guys i do not want to be employed by prospect park studios any longer Mm-hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like she's always going to be around. She's I, I wish I could liken pro. Uh, I wish I could liken soap operas to something other than pro wrestling. But since they're so similar to each other, it's really difficult to not wrestling make is these soap comparisons. Opera with bumps. It, it, yes, it's it's soap opera with people falling off the top rope. Um, yeah. Or at least it heavily used to be. I really can't speak to the current product because I don't really watch it. But um. Mm -hmm. Uh, but she is she she's she's that one wrestler that no matter whenever you turn on the TV, they are still wrestling. You know, like you turn like you you you, you turned on a AEW uh, the the other day before our uh, before the GH convention, and you went, I saw Jeff Hardy, I saw Sting, I saw da 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 da, like all of these people that you recognize from the late nineties are still out there running around hitting people yeah. <laughs> when they're fifty. You know, because they're the yeah. workhorses, the ones that you can rely on, the ones that you know are going to bring what you need them to bring in the moments that you need to bring them. But you're not necessarily the one that's going to attract the new audience. Mm -hmm. That's where Brock Lesnar comes into play. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where Stephen A. Smith yeah. on General Hospital comes into play, playing brick, getting these important story bits yeah, with Sonny. Back, back this week, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm going to take a good look at and Sonny's like, yeah, you do that. One day I'm not going to tell you not to because you're like my brother. Yeah. Anything you can say to me, Dex, anything you can say, you can say in front of him too. Mm-hmm. Brick, his name rhymes with Rick. And you know who Rick is? Rick's my brother. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> and Rick were always fun to watch together. They were. Sonny and Rick were fun. Yeah. You know, Matt, I'm sorry to tell you, but you know, Vincent Narzari got himself a soap opera gig. Did he? Is he, sure. is he, is he going to be on, on, on? Because he came back he's of Bold and the Beautiful to play a zombie for an episode. Well, he's back on. He's going to be on Bold and the Beautiful. Is he going to be that Caracas dude again? I don't know. Caracas oh. is not from Bold and the Beautiful, babe. Oh, no? 
I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe, maybe I don't know anything then. Cause hey, I, th- I thought the demon John- resurrected a bunch of zombies on that show. I, I don't. Know. He's not on GH. Gosh darn it. That's okay. Eventually, eventually. There is. He could. They could write that any time, though. Yeah. 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 So much deliciousness to be had by having David Hayward on General <laughs> Hospital. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes, it would be wonderful. It'd be amazing. It just. I don't know. I want to be hopeful. I want I want these wonderful things to happen. So I'm going to going to continue to be hopeful that they do and I'm not going to say that they won't because I don't want to manifest the negativity. I want to manifest the positivity. So so Matt, the yes. scene that were it was Ava and Esme fighting and fussing. Weren't they in the paraquet? But weren't they in the like the the tower thing? That- yeah, so they're they're in the same room where she and and Nicholas um, you know, was making but, babies and then one of the babies looked at me. <laughs> but man, she could fling her ass right off of there if she wanted to. She's not going to. She I friend, know. She's gonna be like, you know, Esme, I know exactly how far of a fall this is, and I know that you can survive. Mm-hmm. Or will you? <laughs> all right, so li- literally, <laughs> Valentine threw Ava off of the parapet, and then Nicholas came in with her all sopping wet. <sighs> This is my big return. I'm alive. Yeah. Don't forget. Don't yeah. forget. Andrea, I'm sorry that I was uh, saying negative things about um, the show's interest in Elizabeth. Um, but Chandra mm-hmm. agrees with me, so I'm happy. I feel validated and vindicated. Uh, <laughs> Carly and Drew. Clearly. Oh my god, clearly. Let's just let's just let's just get on with that as well. That's falling a little flat for me too. You know? Like, um, they, they should have had just like this torrid affair, this whole, um, I love you, but I shouldn't, or whatever it is that they're doing. Just do it already. Like how many times are you going to touch her face? How many times? Exactly. How many times are you going to touch her face? We could have like, we could do tally marks for how often he touches her Carly's face and how often Nina touches Sonny's face. Okay, I'll get. I'll, I'll, you know what though? I'm gonna give it to Nina, and Nina and Sunny this week. I'm gonna give it to him. This thing. She does that thing. It's like it's like what is it? What yeah, the, the star is born? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, um, <laughs> uh, I, I gotta give it to Sunny and Nina though, because Sunny and Nina, I really think, have got some legs, and they're gonna and they're gonna and they're gonna go, and then they're gonna also be a completely different relationship than what Sonny and Carly were. And I think we're really starting to establish that this time around. Because Sonny this week was all like, hey, you know, you, you know what you got when you get me. I'm going to tell you what I think, even if you don't like it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, uh, I don't like it. And then left, <laughs> you know, you know, where where Carly was always just more like, I'm too ready to fight. Always ready to fight. Right. She was always ready to fight mm-hmm. and and be and be defensive yeah. and then you know being Carly, where Nina's more put your foot down bullshit. I ain't doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sonny's like, it's what you expect. You said accept it out of me, right? So you it's the package that you get. And then um and then Nina, you know, Nina's like, all right, well, if what we're gonna have is this bu- verbally abusive relationship like you had with Carly, I don't want it. And then she left. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm for it. I really am. I tell you, and you guys, you guys, you know I'm not a Nina fan. But <laughs> doggone it, with this kind of behavior, she's growing on me. 
I'm with it. I really am. You know, it's just, yeah, I'm going to go. And of course, he's, I, I don't remember if he did during the week or not. I don't think he did. I think I'm going to go punch out his problems at, at Volantino's. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, you know, just uh, GM Betty's, excuse me, Volantino's is the Italian restaurant. GM Betty's is the, is the gym that they just never seem to not be inside of anymore. Um, excuse mm -hmm. me. I'm for it. I'm I'm with it. I'm I'm there for it. And I'm I'm sure he's gonna chase it down and say, "I'm so sorry. You know, you're right. We need to be better. We need to be better." Mm -hmm. uh, he might have already done it. I forgot. Um, um, Sonny's blind about decks. Yeah, probably. Ah, uh, yeah. Ooh, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see what. Michael is going to really try to just tear him down and take his, he's going to try to take his businesses. He's going to try to turn all of the relationships off. He's really is. He really, Michael's really going to try to get Sonny. And then Michael yeah. and then Sonny's going to have to shoot him. Well, you never know. You shot your son. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sonny is in a blind about Dex. Uh, wake up and see that this boy is playing you. He's working with Michael. Brando might uh, put two and two together because he caught them talking to each other. It's entirely possible, Freddie, that that's where things are going to go. Likely that's where we're going to go. It's not oh, going to happen for four months. Yeah. <laughs> I think Brando is definitely, definitely going to be the new strong arm for the Corinthos. So Sonny thinks that it could be Dex. Definitely. When it comes down to it, Dex is going to fail when it matters most. Brando's going to have to step and save the day. And who's my new enforcer other than Brando? He's family's coming back. And the reason why Brando hasn't done it in the past and pursued something like that and really thought about it is because he was going to be a family guy. Yeah, the reason why yeah. he left. Like, yeah. Yes. A family guy and family and protecting Sasha and all this stuff. Well, he and Sasha are going to definitely unravel. They're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. And, you know, they do a really good job of showing that, too, where he seems supportive with Sasha. Yeah. And then they, they, then they show us how angry and betrayed he feels at yeah. the same time. Yeah. And Sasha, Sasha's not good. She got, you know, she, those two, those two ref, reporter fools got to her, got her thinking and got her, made her, you know, Sasha does a lot of two steps forward, three back, steps back kind oh, yeah. of thing. Well, yeah, I don't so, need therapy. I'm fine. This was therapeutic. Bing, bing, bing. Hey, you want to come do drugs? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> she got that ding, ding, ding with that stupid little girl that uh, I think the last time we saw her was in Kelly's. Trying to uh -huh. get her to take some dope back then. Uh -huh. So, yeah. So, obviously. Um, so, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I was talking to Keisha over over the over the Twitters on the uh, the uh -huh. other day. Where she where she was like, are, are, we, are we leading to Sasha stealing Willow's baby? And I said, yes. Yes, that's exactly where we're going. Sasha's going to steal that baby. Um, and, uh, and, and I likened it to the fact that... Um, Janet from another planet did not wake up crazy one day, you know, um, uh, 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 a crazy Annie did not wake up crazy one day. Marion Chandler did not wake up crazy one day. Something oh, I happened thought, to these people. I didn't think you were going to say crazy when it came to. <laughs> well, she went, she, she went to the loony bin. <laughs> yeah, but I was going to say, I would, this is what I would have said about Marion. She didn't wake up a whore one day. 
the whole point is something happened to these people to make them crazy. Um, yeah. Nina's the only person that kind of woke up crazy one day because she was in a coma, you know? Um, yeah. uh, but uh, but something happened to these people. There was a downward spiral in some way, as long as you think it's taking whatever. It's it's a downward spiral, and this is what we're leading to. Sasha cannot gain control of herself. She has already hallucinated the fact that Liam is alive, which means that when this baby does come, guess what? She's going to hallucinate that it's Liam. It's and she's going to take that baby home. And people Especially, are, and it's going to be, mom, because it is Sophia Matson, and we're talking about Sasha here, it's not going to be crazy, Cyrus has a gun inside the house, what are we going to do with this hostage situation? This is going to be heart-wrenching, heart Like a psychotic break, like a big psychotic break. A big psychotic break where she genuinely really thinks that this little boy is Liam. And they're going to have to be like, I'm sorry, Sasha, it's not Liam. And she's going to be like, what are you talking about? Of course it is. Look at him. He looks just like me and Brando. And it's going to be so sad because you're not going to be worried about the safety of this baby. You're not going to be worried that that Sasha is going to want to hurt the kid, to hide the kid. She's not doing it out of malice. She's doing it because she's nuts. Like sympathetic. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Your life turned into this nuts. And I am here for it. And she's going to get an Emmy. And I cannot wait. And she, we don't might have to wait nine she might do something violent and aggressive towards somebody, but it will be because she's protecting the baby that it's she Liam. really does believe is Liam. She, little she, Liam Corbin. She will literally genuinely believe that this little boy is Liam. And I want you guys to really understand what I'm trying to say by that, where it isn't. It isn't, oh my God, look at this crazy person. It is, oh my God, look how sad <laughs> this situation is. It's not going to be like, it's not going to be um, like Nina cutting Ava's baby out. Yeah, no, it's mine. It's mine. No, 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 no. He is mine. What are you talking about? This is Liam. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be so tragic and I'm here for it. Well, that might be what happens. Okay. Might be what happens. Uh, so um, here, here's here, here while we were talking about that, people weren't listening. That's fine. <laughs> they don't listen to us when we talk about Sasha and Brando and Liam. Uh, they, uh, what, what's going on is Jacarius and Andrea do not trust Rory. Just I don't trust Rory. Nah, I don't trust Rory either. Or why? Has the well, show trained you? The show has trained you to not trust anybody new. That's a fair, that's a fair, that's a fair <laughs> thing to think, though. <laughs> I understand why you would think that, because they have painted Rory to be absolutely fault-free. Yeah. And a perfect person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's that's just a stand-up guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they have kind of alluded to him not being from privilege, though, right? Yeah, he is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what was it? Our analysis? It was. Yes, it was our analysis where it show, goes to show, you know, uh, uh, Rory, you know, kind of being like, well, I'm getting my cop perks and I get to come to this pool for free. And so you get to be my guest because I get these cop perks, something I worked really hard on. Well, Spencer yeah. just saunters in. Hey, babe, want a drink? Right. Yeah. 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 You know, Carly kicked his ass out of there, but I guess he. Well. Yeah, Nina would kick him out too, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People are saying maybe he's a woo. I don't know. Is he is he even Asian? I mean, he's he could be entirely Filipino. He could be entirely Latino. 
You know, I, know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I never met him. I sent him a message once and I'm like, hey, be on the show. And he's like, ask my agent. And I'm like, okay. So I asked his agent. And his agent said, oh, you guys are cute. And then I never heard from them again. So I don't know him. <laughs> and when it comes to surnames, when it comes to surnames, uh, Cabrera mm -hmm. is, a, is a surname that you would see in both of those cases. Yeah. So I, I just, That's I don't know. It's hard. I, I, they yeah. call it ethnic ambiguity. Which is yeah. important for somebody in Hollywood right now. But I'll um, just know, you know, Martin, there's lots, lots and lots and lots of Filipinos that have a Spanish sounding yeah, language. Yeah, it's, it's because of the, the, the Spanish colonization from hundreds exactly. of years ago. Uh, he's <laughs> Filipino, says Mari. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That is what Mari says. I cannot mm -hmm. confirm nor deny that statement. Uh, apparently, Chandra read some stuff about the guy who plays Dex and she just can't stand him. Sometimes, at a certain point, I guess we got to separate an actor from a character. Nobody's perfect, especially people in Hollywood. So, I don't well, know what no, to say with, all that. The, with all with all the misgivings that Dexter's had, I don't think this is going to be a super sloop, super super slow burn. Oh no! Uh, oh, I, 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 no. We're going to be stuck, we're going to be stuck with Cody a lot longer than when we're stuck with Dexter. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know what's ex exactly what's going to happen with Dex. Um, uh, Rory definitely has an agenda, says Cheryl, which is, I don't know where this is coming from. It's so fascinating to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because I think Rory's agenda is to just kind of be in the way of Trina and Spencer. And then if yeah. the character is lucky enough to find himself in another story, he'll stick around. But when, if he's not lucky enough to find himself in another story, he's just going to go away. Um, <laughs> Well, he's had two scenes where he was kissing Trina, right? Yeah. Two separate scenes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll see. I hope that, I kind of hope that he's just not Mr. Good Guy because I do like him. I do like the character of him. Mm -hmm. If he's just Mr. Good Guy, he ain't got no legs. He'll be gone. So what we can do is, you know, we can have we can have uh, Dante become the chief of detectives, which is what Mac was talking to him about. Oh, and that, I think that's good. That, that's groundwork for that to happen. So that's going to happen. Uh, so he's going to move up out of the detective's desk and become the lead detective. All right. And then then someone's going to have to be Chase's new partner when chasing gets chasing when Chase gets reenlisted. Um, and, and maybe Rory will become a detective. And he gets to put a suit on. And mm -hmm. um, and that'll be the thing. It'll be the the young young good guy cups, the young beautiful men cups who are in the sauna together to, all the time. Just a couple of dudes, you know, just you know, out there fighting crime, and then afterwards we just, you know, chill in sauna together. Just you and me in a towel, nobody else around, now, just us dudes talking. There, but there could be. It, I I kind of hope it in a way. There could be some, you know, one of them is a double agent of some kind. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying against it. Trying to get the goods for something else. Maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, but if that was the case, though, then we need a different story for, for uh, Austin. Because we don't know what's happening with Austin. If he's there lying about who he is to get the goods on something, then let's not do that immediately again. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, know. I don't know. Like you said earlier, though, they've, they've done a big rewrite on what they're going to do with Austin. <laughs> when they yeah, created yeah. him when they created his character opposed to what they're doing with him now is not they weren't on the same floor no they were not no they were not 
not on the same floor at all. Um, if they put Brando and Brit together, they, it, we could call them Brat. That that's good. That's good. But that's kind of why I want Spinelli and, and Brit together, so we can call them Spit. Uh, <laughs> that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, Chandra is glad that that Brick does not trust Dex. Um, I don't know what Dex's whole thing is about. Dex is Dex is about more than something. More than just Michael being like, "Hey, you're really my guy." No, there's always some other nuance. He's from the West Coast. That threat that's not a threat. It's really yeah. a threat. Yeah, because, yeah, Brick did allude to, you know, all all is silent on the West Coast. All is, yeah, what is, all is, all is well on the Western Front. Does that make sense that you have to? You know what I didn't? You know what I didn't put two and two together until I heard you say it last week? Oh, yeah. Grandma Leslie's house burning down. Yeah. I didn't put two and two together that somebody set it ablaze where Laura lived. Valentine did, so he didn't have to kill Laura. Yeah, and I don't know why I didn't put that together, okay. but I didn't. It's all good. It's all it good. totally makes sense yeah. that he didn't want to have to kill her. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And so he said, and he made sure that Grandma Leslie wasn't home. Burned that stuff. So. Yeah. Burn that sucker Make sure down. They're gone, and then burn down the house. Make sure they gotta go. I just, I just need Martin Gray showing up, being like, "So what you, what you doing, burning down my sister's mama's house for?" <laughs> exactly. I just, I, I, I followed the breadcrumb. I, I, I say, I say, I say, son, I fo I followed the breadcrumbs, and 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 I, 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 I came across the fact that you're burning down my sister's mama's house. Uh, <laughs> what's going on here? You're more than just my client, Valentine. You're also, you're also my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Michael Knight and JPS so scenes good. are golden every time. So I love them. So good. So good. So good. Oh, yes. I just need more Martin Gray in my life. That's all. That's all. all these people <laughs> saying more Elizabeth, more, more classic characters. Let's get some Felicia in there. And I'm just like, no, nah, more Martin Gray, please. But, you know, Mike Lee Knight. I've always, always really enjoyed him. Uh, I, well, Christina will be back to work when she's ready. Yeah. But you, know, you could, it was obvious this past week at the Honda Star, she was supposed to be there. She was supposed to be the host of the open mic. The she, host of it. Yeah. And they had to. They were going to have some sort of hatchet scene between the couples, you know, yeah. so, something. You know, at least, at least they're still letting Mac show up for his dates. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Uh, what else is the chat saying? Ma, what do you think the chat's saying? Assume what the chat is saying. <laughs> uh, no, they're hating somebody or loving somebody. Oh, <laughs> Any time I do the voice, Ma, it just turns into a, just a Martin Gray love fest in the chit chat. <laughs> what about Martin and Anna's power couple? I don't know, man. I really like Martin and Lucy. Martin and Lucy, I really think is where it's at. Um, There's not an... Anna, no, there wouldn't, it wouldn't be comedic Anna's enough. not fun enough. I mean, Anna's fun, not, sure, but she's not fun enough. And uh, she's fun, serious fun, though. She's yeah. fun, um, she's fun um, just uh, intellectually. Um, but, yeah, that whole, like, waking up in the bed with Martin at Lucy's feet thing. Yeah. You know, where they're, they're flipped in bed. Like, that. Just, I just don't think that works the same uh, no, with, with Martin and Anna, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
It's funny as all get out. Yeah, it's it's super good. It's it's super great. And and that's really where Michael E. Knight's uh, talents really lie. Um, To to get somebody on a soap opera that is actually also very good at comedy, I think is challenging. Because you get a lot of cheesy people there. You get a lot of goofballs like Wally Kurth. Wally Kurth, great, wonderful. He's goofy as as hell, everybody. He's a goofy man. Um, But there's something about Michael E. Knight and the characters that he plays where it is fun wit charm and never oh god that was that was so dumb i never feel that at least no no and you've got the comfort the comfort and the nostalgia yeah um there's gray hair tat yeah 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 martin and lucy but what's going on with scott and lisa i don't know what's going on with scott because he was supposed to be the lawyer i don't know what's happening with ken trainer yeah i don't know why they switched it up but it was yeah i understand why they did that because man Diane was on fire. You know, her style in the courtroom is very different than Scotty's. I tried I tried oh, to yeah. imagine. All you gotta do with Diane is give her a grain yeah. of truth. And yeah. she can she can yeah. turn that into a lot. I think that they could have gotten the same thing out of Scott Baldwin. I think that the main difference is how they sound. Diane sounds more like a like a lawyer. And mm-hmm. and Scott Baldwin sounds a little more like a, 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 a ambulance chaser. You know, like one sounds <laughs> yeah. like a shifty lawyer that's gonna kick you off in any way, and then mm-hmm. another one sounds a little more more legitimate. I think that might have had something to do with it. Yes, maybe. Yes. But then also at the same time, I was I was imagining Ken Schreiner in this role with these lines because you know when Diane's lawyering, she doesn't have anything that Alexis wouldn't necessarily have or anybody else. That plays a lawyer mm-hmm. on the show. You know, yeah. yeah, she's able to take these little grains, but let, let's be real here. We're talking about a script. Any lawyer on the show can take these little grains and do something with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was trying to imagine Ken Schreiner's voice behind it, and and I think that he might have been able to do, 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 a, do a good job with it. I do. I think it. Yeah. It, because yeah. if it wasn't as loud as what he normally does, and he just kind of calms it down a little bit and says, oh, well, you know, at the last time you were up here, Mr. Spencer, you were saying that you couldn't corroborate the location of so-and-so, and now you're saying that you don't know exactly where Esme was. Like, I think that he could have done it. I think so, too. But the the, the scenes in between the stand, yeah. when he's talking to the family, trying to come, trying to talk them down or, or, or soothe them, mm-hmm. like Diane did, yeah. don't worry about it. I will, whatever you, just, just answer Get it. Get them across. And I'll fix them, you know, and yeah, where his deliverance wouldn't have been the same. Yeah. It wouldn't have the same. It wouldn't have the same um, soothing effect on the person either. Diane has a way of of making the truth of a situation work in their favor. Scotty has a way of manipulating the events and circumstances to be what they weren't. Mm-hmm. Key difference. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Cheryl continuing to remind me to remind everybody to smash that like button. <laughs> Thanks, Daryl. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I don't remember until the, the closing no. spiel. Uh, Michael Lee Knight is hilarious. His facial expressions are epic. He can make me laugh and smile without saying a word just by his face and mannerisms. I mean, Martin Gray is Santa Claus. Come on. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Dex and Jocelyn, they're going to they're gonna bone before the year's over. I think so, too. Um, and Cameron's going to be like, what? what? Right when she falls in love with Dexter, she's into him. Cameron has done already had his little heart broken. 
You're going to find out what a doggy is. Mm, but it's going to be too late. Because I've already fallen for him, Dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I, I think we laid the groundwork there when it came to the little quiet conversation. No, if you do this, I'm going to have to go to jail. You have to understand that this guy pushed uh, drugs on Sasha. Please delete the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're going to... Well, is anything ever really deleted? Uh, yeah, if, so long as it's off of your local phone and you didn't actually text it anywhere. So if you text it, it's also saved in your text message history. So there's two places that you're going to have to delete an incriminating photo if you send it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Remember that, folks. Cover your tracks well. Um... Yeah, so Dex and Jocelyn, they're going to be doing... She, she, she's going to be laying in the afterglow with Dex going, Wow! You aren't a Weber. And then Cameron is just going to be like so sad because apparently everybody, listen, here's the thing. Everybody has been coming out of the work according to Cameron. He talks about it all the time. Critiquing my performance, critiquing my performance. If this many people have to come out to critique your performance, Cameron, maybe it wasn't that good. Hmm? Well, <laughs> is anybody ever good at anything they do the first time? Come on. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious, goodness gracious. And even then, what you see on the internet versus what happens in real life are completely different things anyway. So what what performance? There's no performance when it's just you and your girlfriend. It's 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 a moment. It's not a performance. Come on, people. But that's the way people word it. I know. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, agree about Dex and Joss. See, Chandra, you, me, mom, we all think alike. You know, I like it. I like it. Sasha's on a downer pie spiral. Smoltz is going to write some nonsense and some mean things about people. That's definitely going to happen. Where's Lissa? Where's her? Where's her? Where's Lissa? We ain't got no Lissa today. I guess not. No Lissa today. Oh my gosh, Lissa. What? Well, you're, you're, she just, she just, she did, she didn't come. Well, that's she okay. Didn't, she didn't come. She was just like, no. Nah. I'm, like, I'm sure. Nah, you probably doing this. Lit. You're probably going to watch us on a replay because you, you're pretty good about making sure you catch us. She's like, no. I miss you, girl. She's just like, screw it. Screw yeah, it. You, get, you always add something that's Those so Those people weird. in the 10th floor, we don't need them. <laughs> that's what she said today. She said, the, the mad cat. I hope you're doing something fun at 11 o'clock. You I mean, that would be nice. That would be nice. But you know, also, we don't need the competition. Mom. We don't need somebody that's funnier than us in the chat. All right. And, and then eventually just becomes me reading Lissa uh, con- content the whole time. And it becomes the Lissa show. Don't be jelly, Matt. I'm totally jelly. I'm totally jelly. <laughs> I'm ready for that jelly. You better get ready for this jelly. Uh, the truth is going to come out about the bopping. Um, and uh, that that's um, who, who secretly bopped. Oh, the truth came out about bopping. And that was Esme and Nicholas. <laughs> Did. Yeah, and Nicholas. it came out a juicy way too. It came out juicy. He, he had to tell the truth. He didn't have a choice. What is it that she was about to tell me, Nicholas? We did it. Because Esme was definitely going to tell her. He had to tell her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had to. Uh, and you know, and of course, you know, Ryan, Ryan Chamberlain, this whole time, Ryan Chamberlain, this whole time. Yeah, wait till that comes out. Oh my gosh. She's like, hey, 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 hold back this information, okay? Let's let it come out when it needs to come out. And Esme's like, nah. Yeah. Nah, I'm leaving this room. I'm going to go blow it up all right now. Good luck, Dad. Yeah. 
And you know, <laughs> he is psycho. He will turn on her. He'll turn on her and kill his own daughter. Are we just going to find her head on a spike one day? Is she going to, are they going to walk up to Windermere and she's just going to be decapitated like medieval style? Yeah. I had two things pop into my head when you said that. Mm-hmm. Head on a, on a spear kind of thing. Yeah. It, uh, I had like Walking Dead yeah. where the faces are still talking. Yeah. Like that the, in that one scene at the end where they killed all the people. Yeah. yeah. And the heads are up there on the and skip. they're. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh no, they killed that one guy that we've been following all season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Laura the Flies. Ooh, Piggy. Yeah, I thought about both those things at the same time. I thought of Mary Pat Ingalls with her head floating and bobbing for apple apple buckets. Uh, Joss is like Carly 2.0. Absolutely, especially this week. Especially oh my God. this week. I think they've shown us this. Um, I think they've shown us that she is, I call her Carly Jr. Um, we have, we've seen, seen that a few times in the last year or so. Yeah. Boy, if you back her up, if you back her into a corner, mm-hmm. if you really piss her off or back her into a corner, her mama will just come out of her like, boom. <laughs> You leave my friends alone. <laughs> no, that's, that's true of myself too. Um, you you make me mad or irritate me enough. Um, I will just come out as my mother. I yeah. did it this past week, and uh, I I looked at your other grandma, and I was I got frustrated with the kids actually. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I just turned into granny. Did you, did mean, you threaten them with a painting stick? <laughs> <laughs> Old Scarlet, you don't think I'll whip your ass? <laughs> <laughs> My mommy doesn't say that. My mommy doesn't say that. And you guys, I have never, ever, oh, ever, no. ever, oh, ever no. done it's a mild anything, anything to any of those children. I wouldn't. But that's what my mama would have said. You yeah. don't think I'll whip your ass? Hey, well, and, I, I, and then it makes you go... Well, I guess and you she will. Kind of like that to me, and I was kind of like, you know, I'm trying to grab my words and <laughs> I ain't gonna whip no one's ass. But it's the same kind of thing. My mother just sprung out of me. <laughs> it worked though. It worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> and, you know, you know, Ch- chat's agreeing. Stephanie says she opens her mouth and her mom comes out too. You know, we do all the things. I am sure you know, you know, you know how dad, you know, you know my father. You know him well, right? You you met him. I know him a little bit, yeah. You know my dad. Um and you you've heard him parent his kids, you know? Yes. And you you've 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 heard you've heard the nuggets of wisdom. And the advice yeah. that just keeps coming. And yes. um, you, you've heard all of that. You've heard all of that. Yes. <laughs> and I have in my life absolutely been. So what are you going to do? Let that other MFR get that job you've been going for? I've definitely <laughs> said that. Have I? Have, I've definitely said, listen, listen, my well-being is more important to me than your well-being. So I'm going to focus on me in this moment. I have absolutely said those things. <laughs> we all become our parents. It's being a human. Um, but, you know, but with Carly, Carly is a big personality to emulate, right? Yes, exactly. And so Jocelyn's getting the same thing, um, uh, you know, and that lawyer was just like, permission to treat this witness as hostile. Uh, just, you know, and, um, and, and okay. 
All right. All right, folks. I think that there's some clarity that needs to be brought when it comes to a hostile witness in real life versus a hostile witness on television. Uh, on television, a hostile witness is an angry witness and that you're allowed to argue with. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in real life, a hostile witness is somebody that you are allowed to ask a leading question. So you just get you get free range of questions with a hostile witness. Um, mm -hmm. With a regular witness, you have to ask open-ended questions. You have to ask yes or no questions. You have to uh, very much keep things in the scope of what exactly we are talking about in this very moment in time. We are talking about the bloody glove. All of my questions are about the bloody glove. Everything is centered around the bloody glove. But when you're a hostile witness, you can you you just get to go crazy and just be like, so don't you think it's kind of weird that you found that bloody glove in the basement underneath the tarp that had the bricks on top of it with the fingerprints of your best friend don't you, you you find don't you find that interesting you find that interesting don't you you find that it, you do yes you do find that interesting yes unusual maybe you find that to be unusual is it not unusual it is unusual you would say that's unusual and you would say that experts would also say that you just you get freedom yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man joss versus spence carly versus stavros hey there you go History is just cyclical, man. It just just repeats and repeats and repeats. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, Jocelyn, um, not exactly following the rules because Diane was very much like, hey, keep it simple, stupid. You know, yeah. just go out there and anything that you're nervous about, I'm going to fix. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just tell the truth. Yeah. And I'll fix it. And I'll fix it. Jocelyn did not let necessarily uh, the truth settle and then Diane fix it. Yeah, she well, it's kinda, important to know what questions we're asking. Yeah, she she got you know she got baited and she turned into her mama. Yep, she sure did. She sure got did. emotional. Yep, got yeah. emotional. Yep, and then and then she learned from her mom too to whip out the camera when you feel unsafe because she did that thing on the footbridge and recorded uh, Drew and the the card and the Victor and all that. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And now she's going to start cheating on her boyfriend like Carly did. She's going to fall for the wrong man like Carly did. You mm -hmm. can't marry into the mafia. You did. Maybe somehow, maybe somehow there could be like a Carly, Sonny, not so mad at each other because of Dexter and that um, Sonny somehow um stops Joss from being hurt so terribly bad by this imposter's, you know, got an agenda person. I really don't know what Sonny can do because he he offered to buy the entire Metricord back for Carly. And so did like, everybody else though. And she said no to everybody. She said, nice. I'm just gonna be poor. I'm gonna go Which move just, in with Elizabeth. She can't be poor. She got too much money to be poor. All she got to do is sell that mansion she lives in. Well, yeah, but she doesn't even need to do that. She got money. She got money. Bobby has money. Daisy, she didn't have for the second money. time, has said that Sunny is a punk. She really wants us to know that she thinks that Sunny's a punk. Daisy, come on. Sunny's not a punk. Oh, well, Daisy, I kind of agree with you. I was quite disappointed with Sunny this past week. Yeah? Yeah. I thought he was unnecessarily hoodlum-like. He was the one because here it is. Sonny's a punk. Because, um, okay, so, so you know, you got this employee who's, who's being disrespectful. 
to Nina. Mm-hmm. And Nina's trying to do it best it can. She's still trying to be professional, being like, hey, you know, I've given you an assignment. This is what I expect you to do. I am your boss. You don't have to ask somebody else. Just do what I expect you to do. Oh, you don't understand my job. Okay, that's a legitimate response. You could have been nicer, but that's a legitimate. You're new. You don't quite understand what goes on when, when it comes to prepping the bar up here. This is one of our most popular locations. I can't necessarily leave this spot to go serve food because people need their drinks. Like, it's a legit thing. But yes, he could have been yes. nicer about it. He could have been nicer about it, but he's pissed because he's got so much loyalty to Carly. Yeah, he really it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It's absolutely. a thing. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. But yeah. where Sonny does, has no authority over is walking into that situation and being like, why did you talk to my girlfriend with a little more respect? I'm turning this into a mafia situation. That was bad. He doesn't need That's to do that. I hated that, actually. I hated that. Yeah. I hated that for two reasons. I hated that because Sonny did it in the first place. That's not his place at all. Not his place at all. He does. He was doing nothing but being a bully, gangster guy. Yeah, yeah. That's and, all he was doing. And it was weird because Nina was kind of like, ooh, I like this. Ooh, I don't like this. Ooh, I like this. Ooh, I don't like this. It was and very being, interesting. And being her place of business, and where Crimson is too, so it's not like she's new to that building. Yeah. Ain't never seen any of these people before. Yeah. Um, she didn't need that. No. I would have been pissed at him too. I would have been pissed at him. That's like, you know what, babe? This ain't your place. Like if we're walking on the streets and like uh, Joey Novak shows up and goes, hey, bro, look at that big posterior on that girl's butt, huh? Right? Then yeah, okay. You're yeah. talking you're not talking right to my girl. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, that's a moment. That's a moment. But to walk into her place of business in the middle of a business issue and to mm-hmm. and, and to turn it into a mafia issue. It's what he did. He turned into you don't disrespect anybody that I care yeah, about. Yeah, like it was this. just like Mm-mm. And you know what though? You know what's interesting? Okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna say, I'm, I'm so gonna, yeah, I agree with you. He's a punk ass, isn't he? Oh well, there you go. <laughs> Daisy, you have an agreement here on the tenth floor from Cat, from my mama here. Who thinks that Sonny's a punk? And you know how I watched The Godfather recently, and uh, I can see now that I've seen The Godfather, I can totally see how how they they tried to make um, Sonny into Don Corleone. Uh, uh, they tried to make him into Marlon Brando's character. I can totally. Um, the, the man he talks about family and don't offend me and respect and da, 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 I'm always gonna be polite to you until you cross me. Like that's very very <laughs> much Vito Corleone uh, from The Godfather. Very 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 much so. Um, but the difference is. Um, I think it's gone on for a little too long uh, for the Sonny character because now we're getting to the point where he's like, you offered my my cousin's girlfriend drugs. And that's offensive to me. And it's just a little stretched thin. Um, <laughs> and that's offensive to me. Like, okay, I, we can walk away from like, you're personally offended from this and let's get into like, you're trying to kill my family. Like, I think that's much stronger motivation and much scarier than... Um, I've been personally bothered by your choices, and now I'm going to kick your ass. Uh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Stephanie says, too many guys are overstepping and trying to control their women's lives lately. Um, I don't have an excuse for Finn. I think that's the story, is he's trying to be too controlling, and it's not going to work out for him. 
Um, I think that's I think that's the story they're telling. Uh, Brando, I don't think is. I know he said somebody needs to gain control over you, but I don't necessarily think he's trying to control Sasha. He is trying to no, help her. I, you know, he's. I think he's totally. He's totally um, cheering for her to gain control of herself. Yes. Yeah. And um. And and folks, I don't know how much how many addicts you've dealt with in your real life or anything like that. Um. But when it isn't. You walking in on them passed out with a needle in their arm and they're halfway dead. When it's not that, it is a minefield of challenge and a minefield of trying to help somebody that doesn't recognize and realize that they need help. But because they need help, they are completely resistant to the idea like Sasha is. Yeah, and they have a circle. The they have a circle. Mm -hmm. They have a circle. They lie. They deny. They hide. Yeah. They lie. They deny. They hide. Right. It just keeps, keeps going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. So, uh, when it comes to the Brando situation, I don't necessarily see him trying to control Sasha. I see him trying to help Sasha. And every time they have the conversation, he brings up the fact that I have been in your position. I know what you're going through. I know what's going through your head. I know that you're going to lie, deny, and hide. I know you're going to lie, deny, and hide. And so I'm trying to get you off of that cycle so you can tell the truth, get better recognize how getting off of cocaine helped your life and so getting off of these pills is going to help your life again like he's i think that he's saying all of the right things and and as much as sasha is a grown woman daisy as much as she is her own agent filled agency filled person she is someone that does need help yep and if maybe maybe it would be easier for some fans to swallow if the help was coming from willow rather than brando just because willow's a woman i don't know i don't know Mm -hmm. but he's her husband. I think yeah. that, I think that's a stronger case uh, for saying something like somebody needs to help you gain control than say Finn. Cause he's not married to Elizabeth. Their relationship mm -hmm. hasn't gotten to that point where they have made the commitment to each other that I'm going to lean on you in sickness and health and so on and so right. forth. Right. So, right. So yeah, send her to rehab. <laughs> you don't need to go to the rehab. She does. He absolutely does. But I don't think she's going to go. I think she's going to have another episode of, of um, you know, something crazy, crazy, crazy acted out. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Like stealing a baby. Like stealing a baby. <laughs> maybe, you know, there's going to be, maybe it won't that be that, you know, because that would be a slow burn because that baby's not coming for a while. Um, but she's going to do something else really nutty. But I tell you though, I did, I did, did, did feel bad for her. You know, when she had that baby strapped to her, I could. Oh man, I don't think I'm going to forget that. And I, you know, I forget everything on the soap opera. But I'm not think I'm going to forget that as quickly as you know. I could feel his weight. Yeah. I could feel his warmth. Yeah. I so could good. see his smile. Yes. But I know it wasn't real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She could have another psychotic break where she really does believe it's real. She could. Absolutely, she could. She could be walking around with nothing in her arms, being like, my baby, my baby, my baby. She could absolutely do that. And then, uh, and then when it comes to Sonny trying to control Nina, I don't think he's necessarily trying to control Nina. I think that he's trying to protect Nina in the way that I'm used to being. I'm the man. Uh, and then she's, she, Nina's just not interested in that. And I don't see as much of, um, <laughs> you know, what Maurice said about the real Sonny coming back, I, I, I do see that. I see little spatterings of Mike, mm -hmm. but I don't think 
character is Smike anymore. It's Sunny. It's Sunny. And, and she's sunny. like, oh, you rec- I recognize the way that you sounded like in Nixon Falls. And I'm like, no, wait, no, he didn't. You didn't sound didn't, anything like you did in Nixon Falls. What are you talking about? I the same thing when she said that. I'm like, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't have a, you know. Cowboy Sonny did not come back no, to my mind at all. Cowboy Sonny was like, wah, 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 wah. hey, don't talk to her like that, partner. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't, you know, when he handled, <clears throat> there was, of course, Sonny broke through. Yeah. <clears throat> but when he handled Elijah, it was nothing like what he mm-hmm. did, even with that pool boy that he don't even know. Exactly. 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 And what is with this pool, Ma? Why is it everybody's favorite location for a moonlight moonlit date? What is up with this pool? Is it that it's nice? A, it's, in a, it's in a romantic environment. That's the closest thing they have right now. Yeah, I guess. And the footbridge. <laughs> they, they need a lookout point or something. They need a lookout point. <laughs> well, you know, you can't go back to Otto's. Uh, you can't go to Oscar's Meadow. It's just too sad. Oh, Oscar's Meadow. That's not the place to make out. <laughs> that's where we go to think about Oscar who died of brain cancer. You know, but the, the footbridge. Yeah. Go get some milk. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah. Um, I went through all my post-its, Ma. I know. I went through all my post-its. Well, oh, we've been on for a minute anyway, baby. Oh, Mom. We, we, we almost gave Chandra her, 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 her dream, <laughs> really. We're, so I'm trying to we're, see you guys. We're, like, my... we're like 10 minutes short of Chandra's dream, to be honest. Yeah. I'm looking at the corner of the computer because my... Um, up close vision is horrid. Yeah. I can still I can see good far away, but I'm not, you know it's horrid. So you got you see me doing that, trying to look at what time it is. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Freddie, full of contributions this week. Uh, Carly and Sunny just don't need to get back together. They are too dysfunctional and toxic. Yep, and that's kind of the point. Uh, maybe they will get together, but it's always going to be fighting. It is. It is. I do believe Sunny. I'll even say it now, and it and and. It will probably be sometime, and it should be sometime. But there will be a sixth wedding. Yeah, of Sunny and Carly. Yeah, there will I mean, be. maybe it'll be you know uh, twenty years from now when they're all sailing to the sunset. But they're totally in game for each other. It's like when when uh, even though even though uh, I, I didn't I, I couldn't say that it made total sense to me at the time because I was I was young and naive and don't know anything, and it still doesn't make total sense to me at the time now. Uh, but like uh, the fact that Adam Chandler and Brooke English went off into the sunset together, it seemed to me it seems so random. Now, I'm sure they had been together off and on f- for forty they years. Had. For forty years, I'm sure. Uh, and and so somebody who had been following that was probably like, "Oh, yay! What a sweet ending to these two characters." Um, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe we we might get something similar from that with with Sunny and Carly with that big final come together to leave the show type of thing. Yeah, and that's the only um, couple actually on there right now that I do see as in game. Some, you know, yeah. at, you know, uh, I do see them. I can't think of anybody else. I would say Luke and Laura, but Luke's never going to come back to be on enough for that no. to happen. No, because things would have to blow up between him and Tracy. Mm-hmm. And then he's things would have to heat up again yeah. between him and Laura. He's um, never going to. Tony's never going to do anything, but maybe if we're lucky, the, a you know, that ending that, that Luke ending, essentially not where he's dead, but that Luke ending where he meets somebody and lives the rest of his life with her in Amsterdam yeah. thing that mm-hmm. he got with Tracy mm-hmm. would have also worked with Laura. Laura was yep. leaving, went to Amsterdam, went to this cafe and he was there waiting for her. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. But no, I think, Absolutely. I think honestly with the, with the way that they, they, they do Laura and Kevin, it's like Kevin is Laura's soulmate. Yeah. They, she they really so, likes him. They're so comfortable. Very comfortable with each other. So they're so comfortable and so organically yeah. uncomplicated most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's going to be where, where Laura, um, finally, uh, hangs her hat forever until he dies. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. What's gonna, I wonder if at the end of this story, you know, at the end of the whole new chapter of Ryan, <clears throat> is he going to live through it this time? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I kind of want Kevin to die. You know, you know can't, what's he going to do? Cut off a foot now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to come from that. Um, we'll see. Because... I feel like <laughs> bless you. Thank you. I feel like Nicholas is gonna. Or excuse me, Sprinter is gonna have to go back to Spring Ridge. I know because of his escape. So that's just gonna that's just gonna lead into that. So yeah, know, we're gonna, we're gonna see. Esme's gonna take off. She gonna she defer a little bit. Yeah, if she can if she can flee, she's gonna flee now. Mm-hmm. 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 So. Uh, Laura's like Anna leaving town. Well, yeah, they, they, uh, Laura and Anna get summer vacations. They always leave. Uh, all right. All right. All right, folks. My nose feels all sinusy. You blow your nose now, don't you? Yeah, I feel all sinusy. Yeah. I feel, I feel like maybe I left my windows open for too long, which might be this because it is summertime, folks. Um, so, so what you need to do, what you need to do, Matt, is the pharmacy is on the first floor. Okay. Just go and get some, um, uh, some Benadryl on my way out. So uh, some Flonase, some Benadryl, Something you know, like that. on the like that. way out. Well, so Esme will leave it. until the baby is born, probably. But hey, if Esme leaves until the baby is born, that means that we don't get, we don't have to watch Esme be pregnant. I'm okay with somebody showing up with a kid, but we don't need any more pregnancy storylines. I'm allergic to the comments. Hey, that's exactly have, it. They only have one fake belly. We saw it when we were there in March. <laughs> and, and Willow needs to wear it next. Yeah. No. <laughs> She's, she's too busy with a blood disorder to get leukemia or something. Um, uh, I don't want Young and the Restless, but doesn't Victor always go back to Nikki? I don't know. Um, probably. Yes. Yes. Probably. Yes. Uh, Victor and Nikki always go back together, too. Always. Doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and in closing, Andrea is a big Morgan fan and wishes he would come back. Go back to earlier in the podcast when we talk about how the fact that he's never coming back. Um, and I want him to return too. I said it last <laughs> week. I want when the, when that when that van exploded, he didn't get blown up in the little bits. His whole body got projected far away. Long away. Long away. He's like patient six somewhere right now. Patient seven. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. All right, all right. We have taken up two hours of your time. We've got the chat saying goodbye to us. They're done with us, Ma. They're done. They're 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 piling onto the elevator without us. So. Well, they need to go to the pharmacy as well. Go get, go, some pharmacy, go get some clonase, guys. Get some Benadryl. I'll do something about the, the, the minor allergies happening right here. Mm-hmm. Right here. Anyway, folks, um, subscribe to the channel. Go back to the, the, the old podcasts that we have everywhere. Podcasts are available. I even still continue to put, put up the new ones. You can listen to yeah. us and watch us. Well, and I encourage to, you to you do to both. Listen and watch. Just, just, just double all of our numbers everywhere by crossing platforms. I uh, love that. 
idea. But walk down the <laughs> stairs because the elevator's broken. Go back down to the first floor. Watch out for the falling bodies in the elevator shaft. <laughs> go to your car. Like I said, tune in the radio. Go spend some time with your families. Like this video. Subscribe to the channel. I've been Matt. I've been Kat. And we'll catch you right back here next time on the 10th floor. Bye. Bye.